The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, brand new episode. Thank you so much for continuing to support this podcast, uh, this free podcast. Uh, we appreciate it. We know that uh, the, the way the times are, I have spoken to many other podcasters who have noticed that uh, podcasting is down. Uh, the theory being that people aren't in their cars as much. But uh, for those of you who have stuck around with us, thank you. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And this podcast will continue to be free. If you'd like to support this podcast just a little bit more, and I mean that, just a little bit more, it's not expensive. Patreon.com slash GeekShowPodcast. You can go there, and for a very small amount of month, you can help support this uh, podcast. And we send you extra stuff. Right now, uh, there's, uh, I mean, there's all kinds of extra s- exclusive stuff that you won't get anywhere else on our Patreon. So that's another way that you can support us, and we thank you for that. And we'll continue to put out this free podcast for you because we love you. Uh <laughs> And uh, we love our sponsors. They help pay for the party as well. Uh, Oh, name of this episode is Pollination Station. Okay, just so you know. Uh, But uh, yes, thank you to our sponsors. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, your hold service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases, over $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Uh, They are open. They do require masks if you go in. And uh, if you'd like, they'll do the curbside or they'll mail you your comics as well. So uh, get a hold of them, find out how to take care of that. Also, Haster Games, same situation with Haster Games. They are open, offering curbside, or you can go inside to the store. It's entirely up to you, whatever you're comfortable with. Curbside, you can go to hastergames.com, shop, buy your games, and then just call when you get to the store and someone will bring it out to your vehicle, safe and convenient. So uh, however you want to do it. Locally owned and operated. That's very important. 6831 South State. Hastergames.com or at 6831 South State. Thank you very much. All right, let's get on to this brand new episode. Pollination Station is the name of it. Please to enjoy. And welcome back to our respective basements. Hi. Yeah. It's good to see you guys. Well, it's good to be seen. <laughs> happy weekend. Hey, what's up? Happy more? Happy Juneteenth, y'all. That was last week. That was, that was two weeks yeah. ago. We did that. I'm, one I'm just keep, I'm just keeping the party going. Every State day. of mind, right? Keeping it rolling. I took a four day weekend so I can do the same thing I do every weekend, which is sit here in my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need a break in my house from sitting in my house. See, we I had hiking. The, I had the entire week off. I did the same thing. I stayed home. Yeah, we went hiking a couple weeks back. Uh, your your wife gave us a good trail up Mill Creek Canyon that we went and checked out, and that was neat. And uh, mm-hmm. it was people were social distanced, and the squirrels they're just going on like there's no pandemic. I don't know what it is with the squirrels. It's like they just don't give a shit. But... <laughs> they they haven't read the papers. I hear. Yeah. The, oh, you I guys. The, I hear the squirrels it's Malia, are nuts. It's Malia Obama's birthday. <laughs> is it now? cool? Oh. Happy birthday. Aww. So many things to celebrate this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Our favorite first daughter. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and Mama. Hamilton. And Hamilton. And Hamilton. I watched yeah. it. That's that's Did going on in it? my living room right now. I've never uh, I'd never seen it. 
I mean, I, I knew all the hype around it. I knew what was going on with it. I just it's never catchy. seen it. It's good. It's and catchy. It's here's the thing. It's a real so toe much, tapper. So much information coming at you at lightning speed. Don't be drunk when you watch it. <laughs> well, I guess I'll never watch it. <laughs> no, I see what all the all the hubbub's about now. I see why. <laughs> <laughs> I see why the kids like that Lin Manuel Miranda. I tell I you, I see why, why they're mm-hmm. into it. Yeah, and it's it's Davy Diggs though, all the way. He's 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 the real backbone of that whole thing. So I saw Hamilton when they were touring, and so I got to see it at Eccles. Uh-huh. And the guy who was playing Aaron Burr, the way he played Aaron Burr was so different from the way Leslie Odom Jr. played it, and mm-hmm. it was just so. I was like, that's that's how it should have been done. Because the guy, instead of like the, how does a bastard orphan, but the guy was like, how does a bastard orphan son oh, of a, ew. no, I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was so good. It was so unique. Hey, don't you go fucking with Carrie's musical that he's only listened to for 12 hours now. It just, oh, I'm sorry. I've been having hours. this on repeat since 2016. I know. I know. I just, <laughs> it just. It just seemed like, you know, you'd want to say it menacing because Burr always hated Hamilton. Oh, but see, the way he presented it was like just like so confused at how this person, this terrible person who should have been nothing, just mm-hmm. rose up. Jay, what, what did you want I to just, say? I just, I still haven't seen Hamilton because it's like, it, apparently it came out last night on Disney Plus, right? Yeah. Apparently. Come yeah. on. No, Jay. like, okay, I'm but the, the thing boat. is, is I think it was just the people that got too excited about it like i'm i'm all for hamilton i'll give it a, i'll give it a shot but it just felt weird to get lectured on hip-hop from soccer moms like that <laughs> shit was just not fucking cool with me that, you know like they were just like i know all about hip-hop now i i saw hamilton and you know it's 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 a lot i don't hey, know jay? how you listen to this jay have you heard of this thing called rap <laughs> you know like that that type of shit oh my god like I, i'm actually the year is now 2016 oh my god i am at a whole foods i'm, I'm just so I happy broke. that i'm so happy that hip-hop can be political now because oh you know, my god i could never really get into uh hip-hop because i just didn't feel like there was any political man- oh message my god to oh my god so. see this, this, i had no so idea that, yeah. yeah, and that's 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 the reason why I literally avoided it. I knew. Did you know Alexander knew, Hamilton was Puerto Rican? Wild. <laughs> I've I've avoided that whole thing. I listened to like two songs from See, from Black Thought, who helped write some of the I, lyrics. And I didn't even go that far. I just I was just aware of it, and it was on last mm-hmm. night. And I said, yeah. "Well, let's see what's let's see what this is all about. What's nobody, the big deal here?" Nobody, yeah. I want nobody wants to watch it with me. With I'll you. watch it with you. Oh, Rachel's watching it right now. Just head on over. You're gonna have a <laughs> hey, Hamilton party. I, no, with I remember. I stopped by your house the other day. You didn't like that. Uh, well, I did. Um, Fergus did not. You, you, uh, you awakened all seven pounds of our furious hound. And uh, but there's, there's nothing like I can hear you screaming my name from the front yard. I'm, I'm in my studio in the back, and I can hear my name being screamed. From about 135 feet away, in a way that only you can scream my name, and uh, and then I hear Rachel say, "Lee, you have a visitor," and I'm like, "You have a visitor." I'm fully aware that Shannon's in the front yard screaming at me, but uh, Fergus, uh, Fergus has decided that you literally are the Antichrist. He'd probably wow. love you if he if he saw you in person, but um, he's like, "Why are you yelling Daddy's name? Daddy's busy." So 
Like, Stop calling me daddy, dog. Well, that's weird. Don't I call feel him like daddy. Seven pounds. daddy, pal. Oh. Don't call that's him daddy. He's Lee George Cade, everyone. <sighs> hey, you know, uh, gardening during the pandemic is really good. I, oh. I installed a, a dripless irrigation system. I've got uh, this week, I've got turnips and beets coming up. Uh, we got to rotate out our cold crops because temperatures have been in the 90s. So uh, what I've noticed is we're, we're going to probably put in some more root vegetables and then bring the cold crops back in in October. But that dripless irrigation system has made a huge difference let me tell you what, but make sure you put in a scale reducer in the dripless irrigation line or you're going to funk the whole thing up with hard water deposits. And for more, just listen to the Evergreen gar- uh, Garden and Lawn Show. <laughs> here on, if uh, someone doesn't stop him, he will keep going. What is this? When, what is this? 1160 a.m. Saturday afternoons? Uh, actually, it was 1240 a.m. KQEN, Roseburg, Oregon. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, that was every Wednesday of my life for about seven years. So, She's yelling that someone needs to stop him. She's <laughs> Rebecca Frost. I feel you, though. My yard looks phenomenal. Right? Because <laughs> what else do you have to do? Garden. Uh, well, we got quite a bit. We're going to start uh, working on our park strip next. Tear you going to rip it out? Yeah. Rip it out. Yeah. Rip that get strip. Some, get some gravel down. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. <laughs> you can put some Russian sage in for all your pollinators. Nah, I do want to get like I do want to because we're eventually going to zeroscape our front yard. So I want to do like a whole pollination station. I want like so right. many bee friendly flowers. Yeah, pollination get some, uh, station. Yeah, you can get some uh, get some Jupiter's beard and some uh, you get some Russian sage and uh, I want to get like a bunch of lavender. Yeah, Shasta lilies. They love that. You don't need a lot of water once they're established. Hey. hey. How are your tomatoes? Hey, tomatoes. Oh, our tomatoes ain't coming in yet. We got tomatoes. Our basil plant, though, it's it's sprouting up something fierce. They're about that big. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I got a uh, I got tomatillos too. That's just a little tomato. No, it's a green. I tell you what, I can't get my cilantro to grow. I cannot Wait. get my cilantro to grow Wait. at all. Wait, yes, yeah. time out. Wait, tomato. What is the word again? To- are those little tomatoes? Tomatillos, just a little, are they, little tomato. Are they little? It's, that's, in, the, it's, that's, in, the, it's in the name. It's, it's, it's not. It's not really. Are they really little tomatoes, though? It's a, it's no. a little. It's a little tomato with the shell. Yeah. It's it's and a it, green it's a green tomato and it's tangier than a regular tomato. Use it in salsas. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I didn't know you just. That. I thought uh, it was just like some. Sometimes you, know you just sprinkle a little salt on there and pop it right in your mouth like that's a grape. Right. But yep. Salsa <laughs> is now more popular. Then catch it. Can you believe the that? The hell you say! <laughs> so, also, uh, tomatillo is the base of your green and Not my country! Sauce, <laughs> Not my goddamn country! Yeah, like, if you go to Cafe Rio, you get the medium, you get the mild, you got some tomatillo in there. Mm-hmm. I want some ketchup! He's my little tomatillo. He's too tall, Tony. <laughs> my little tomatillo. Let, let me tell you, you're not the first person to call me your little tomatillo, and you probably ain't going to be the last. I'll be your tomatillo. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Can you be the too Quintino tall now? Tomatillo Tony. Too, too tall, yeah. Tomatillo Tony. Uh, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony. Maybe 5T now, maybe Adding Infinity. A 5T. You yes. know, Infinity. Uh, check, uh, yeah, or the Gadget Spot. Um, I'll say my tomatoes doing pretty good. I got one tomato plant. It's got a couple of golf ball sized tomatoes on there as well. 
About that big. Yep. Now, did got, you guys? Did you got guys? Got some snow uh, peas. I'm not done, Lee. Got some oh. snow peas. <laughs> oh. And I got. Lee, I'm gonna stop got, you right there. I got some cucumber <laughs> plants that did not do well in the hailstorm a week ago. Did you? Uh, did you cut off all your feeder your feeder branches on your tomatoes so that it gets the right airflow? I've How planned, do you? I'm planning on so doing that Lee, tomorrow. So that's a sincere question I have that I was googling yeah. at 5 a.m. this morning. So what I'll talk okay. to you Feeder. after the podcast. Yeah. Uh, right. So <laughs> you need you need to watch uh, Kevin Espiritu's organic gardening show on YouTube, where he actually gets into pruning your tomato plants. So you get maximum airflow. That's important. Uh, <laughs> feel free to rapsplain at J. It's at Jay Whitaker, right? Rapsplain. Yeah. I don't think he wants that. Fuck to to Jay on his Twitter account. And explain to him this phenomenon that is sweeping the soccer mom nation. It's fucking hell. What's up? <laughs> uh, you know, Jay, I didn't sorry, mow the this lawn. Is a turbulent time for you. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mow the lawn. Um, I don't have a garden, but uh, I ate a salad this morning. So I mean, uh, like, Those I guess we're good. Gardens. Yo, but hey, peep game right quick. So, uh, Cat, uh, she made the bacon jam. Bourbon bacon jam oh, that I Sue that hooked up. Twitter, yeah. mm-hmm. Yo, Mrs. Jackson, thank you so much. My house mm-hmm. is now. Oh, she. I'll be putting the bacon, the bourbon bacon jam on toast, y'all, just mm-hmm. for no reason. I might just eat it out of the spoon with oh, a spoon yeah. like it's cereal. <laughs> it's so, it's so good. It's succulent. It's rich. It'll funk up the whole house for about 35, 45 minutes, but so good, so <laughs> damn good. Also, going back to what you said, Lee. Uh, seven pounds of Furious Hound. I don't know if that's a good band name or a good album name, but I I fucks with it. Mm. It's album. definitely not a good porn star name. <laughs> that all right? Well, I'll scratch that one off my list. Uh, <laughs> I like I like that for an album name more. I think yeah, an album yeah, name. Yeah, seven album. pounds yeah, of it, Furious Hound. That's, yeah. that's that uh, shit sounds. It's cool. got to be a mid '90s indie band right? or a yeah. metal band like Scorpions or something. <laughs> I'm down. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Or like Hell Dogs or something. Hell Hound. Seven pounds of Furious Hound. Um, I got, I just follow me on Twitter, uh, Instagram at isjwhitaker, jwhitaker.com. Uh, I think gigs? I got, yeah, I, I do have some Zoom gigs coming up. I think this Tuesday I will be doing a quarantine comedy with uh, Barbara Gray, uh, well known. <gasps> yes, she's great. She's I love fucking Barbara great. Gray. She's hilarious. Yeah, she reached, she reached out. She's from Salt Lake originally, uh, now a comic in L.A., so I'll be on that show with her Tuesday night, I believe. And I know that Hi. Thursday I got another gig. I'll be doing it for uh, another charity gig for some the good folks here in Massachusetts uh, with all their New England accents and everything. And that's a terrible <laughs> one on my part, but... Uh, uh, you guys saw the video I sent of you guys. That was, so that was oh awesome. I'm stronger than that car. I'm stronger than yeah. that cat. Can you play? Can you play <laughs> the audio? Of, of, can you find the audio of that? Because it's all right. So for context, it was in Messenger. It's in the. It's in Jarvis. So all right. So for context, I love the the people of New England. Their accents are great. So some guy w- was told to wear a mask. He didn't want to wear a mask. So he kicks the door open to the fucking restaurant and loses his mind as pe- and leaves and. Uh, it's, People start videotaping, and so I sent the video to the guys. I'll Here let you go. listen to the audio. It's great. You know, videotape me? Yeah, you're going to get punished. Wow. Why don't you stay there, and I'll run you fucking I'll, all I'll be, over. I'll be the witness. Dude, I'm way stronger than that car. <laughs> 
and Jay captioned it. Jay captioned the video. New England accent intensifies. <laughs> I let me let me just say. Let I, listen to the I, second yeah. video. That, my daughter Please. is in there. Okay, man. No, my daughter is in there. Fuck you, you fucking cunt! Oh, me is me. What is wrong with you? <laughs> this guy, I, I saw. Sorry Good, for the yeah, watched, sorry for the c word. I watched Goodwill Hunting for the first time last year, and I thought they were exaggerating <laughs> the New England accents. No. no, no, that's this video shows me that that was accurate. Those have you not seen my favorite thick. one of my favorite YouTube videos, which is the Boston like the Massachusetts guys who see the big tuna. And they've like never seen a tuna that big. I'm telling yeah, yeah. you, that's a fucking whale. Oh my god. <laughs> so dialectically. What is speaking, that? The New England accent is the least dialectically mutated accent in the United States from the original British accent. This wow. is true. And another thing that has not mutated much in the last little while is our host Carrie Jackson. Oh wait, hey, I did what about me? Fuck oh. Not in his country. He's Shannon Burnson. <laughs> we have ketchup. Ketchup's still number one. <laughs> We're a ketchup Shannon. house. I'm sorry. I thought we introduced you. It's I'm right. so sorry, Shannon. No, it's, it's okay. I don't care. I'm I don't gonna, matter. I don't I'll matter. Come over and work on your garden. <laughs> you know, I'm so sick of politics and music. When did <laughs> when did the what what when did the dead Kennedys get so political, man? I'm fucking. <laughs> Can you believe that or like Rage Sick Against the Machine? Sh- yeah. When did they get political? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. They oh. should just quietly go back to Rage no, Against I, I, That Machine. No, I've seen that where people are just like, the fuck? Rage Against the Machine? Would they get so political? I go, <laughs> yeah. You weren't paying you attention. Know, and, and I just like, what machine do you think they were raging against? Their fucking washing machine? The vending <laughs> machine for taking it. their dollars. Oh, no shit. God, Isn't people the- are fucking stupid. Wasn't it Paul Ryan that said they were his favorite band? Yeah. 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 Awesome. I was like, dude, you are the fucking machine. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you can introduce me now, Lee. Here. Let me help. Oh. Whoa. Get the fuck out of here. And now our host, the original King Vitamin, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Yes, thank you. Yo, I uh, want that to play every time I take my pants off. You like that? <laughs> hey, Man, Carrie, I don't. I don't want to disappoint people with the lead. Carrie, what fruit me. were you able to sneak into your house this week? No fruit this week. Ah, boo. But let me we, let me recommend next time you sneak in some fruit, Crenshaw melon. Delicious. Crenshaw melon. Let me write that yes. down. I've never. I've, it's wow. kind of uh, like a cantaloupe, well, but a little Carrie, sweeter. I, I just got back from the farmer's market downtown where everybody oh. was responsibly following social distancing and masking ordinances. I'm not being sarcastic. Really? The the Bingham cherries are ripe right now, mm, and yeah. uh, well, the, they're only $5 for a small basket, $9 for a large. Are they any different from the Bing cherries? No, this is these are from... I'm, I meant Brigham, sorry, not Bingham. Oh, Brigham. They're, they're oh, the okay. cherries All from right. Brigham City. All right. And they are, as the kids say, diggity-dank. Well, there you go. I don't think they. I don't that. think that's Who's what kids? we're saying. Who's kids? Well, they that? were kids when they said it. Now they're now they're middle aged people. Hey, Mister uh, Lee, these cherries are diggity dank. I was like, here's here's two bits, you scrappy kid. Go finish a paper route. Can I pay for these cherries with a wink and a dance? <laughs> you sure can. Y'all want some fruit, boss? <laughs> Uh, all right, I apologize to any. To, yeah, that, I should have oh said my that. God. I said, that was wrong. That was wrong. Jay, Somebody, you can't I, do that. I didn't you saw, even know. You saw I, an opening and you took it. You know. 
I no, took he, it. He's actually the only one of us that can't. Exactly. <laughs> God, I love I'd make it right. Oh, All right. Um, Paul, Paul White's sitting there shaking his fucking head right now. Yeah. Uh, I, can, I can see Paul White. Was just, <laughs> Doc just took off his headphones just like, ugh. Get, nope. Oh, get this <laughs> podcast away from me. Oh, fuck. All right. He's, he's going to go do some sterile apps to work it off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. I'm back. Okay. Uh, now we got a clarification that we have to make. And this is very important. All right. Because Jay and Rebecca were going on about this Liam Hemsworth movie. It's Chris. It's Chris Hemsworth. Chris. Chris yeah. Oh, it's Chris I watched Hemsworth. that last night. Yeah. I watched that last it's Justin. Jay, Jay was the one who brought us on to this movie. So it's Chris. It's not Liam. It's Chris. Yeah. Right. It's Thor. Get it okay, well, this is the problem, is that there's confusion on Netflix. Because if you just sure, if you search extraction, who knows what will come up? Because there was one made in 2015, which has rocketed to the ninth position on Netflix top ten movies in the Accidentally, United States. Accidentally, probably. Yep. The, the older extraction, currently trending among the top ten on Netflix, uh, stars Bruce Willis and Kellen Lutz. Uh, oh yeah, Kellen B. Kellen Lutz. The, the Kellen, Kellen Lutz. Lutz. Wow. Uh, the film centers on the kidnapping of a CIA official by some uh, extraordinarily imaginative scriptwriting has inexplicably relayed the keys to the big telecom and big missile to his captors who plan to annihilate the United States. But that is really? not. I do remember this movie. Ooh, they don't need. Extraction. They didn't need missiles. All they needed was COVID. IMDb nice. has this at a, a huge 4.1 out of 10. There you go. <laughs> uh, uh, now, the 2020 extraction, Chris Hemsworth, yep. uh, produced by the Russo brothers, also centers on a kidnapping and a hostage situation and is uh, markedly, apparently, more interesting than the other extraction. Yeah, 6.8 on IMDb. It was something, I'll tell you it, what. Violent fun. as Fuck. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I hope there's a second one. Uh, there is a second one Yay! on the way. He's got to extract some more. He's got to extract no. some more. Extractions. Wouldn't it be funny if it's just him going to the dentist? <laughs> Getting a tooth pulled. <laughs> or the plumber or coming over and yeah. pulling out something out of the drain. Or something uh, else. He's going to the hospital to get something else removed. Yeah, a, Jay, a bowl. I, I a, fell on it. He's got a mole right here. I fell on it. Or he's uh, born like, in uh, body, is that what they call it? Or he time travels to back when they use extracts and malteds. Ooh. <laughs> hey, yo, what? Yeah, see what you did? You tried to make it smart. Yeah. Uh, you ruined the you joke. Can't, you can't do there that with these guys. Can't Please. do that. Here. Oh, Lee, just quit. Come back, Lee. Come back. Uh, yes, Extraction uh, is expected to be one of the service's most watched originals to date, and a second installment written by uh, Joe Russo and starring Hemsworth. Um, has been given the green light, so you're getting Netflix can more say it is like one of their top watched original movies of all time. I'm never yeah. ever gonna believe them. They don't You'll actually, never know. They don't share their numbers. They just they they, they keep them secret and they can say whatever they want. They do. Right. But I like the movie, so I'm gonna watch the second one. All right. When they start making things again, uh, let's right. see. And, and that's most of the stories that I have. Is hey, you know, when they start making things again, this is gonna be cool. This this yeah. this here, and like Rebecca like found it. this. Rebecca found this one, uh, the Fallout TV series. Hell yeah! Yeah. Uh, this is the uh, Westworld uh, co-creators Lisa Joy and jo Jonah Nolan. 
Um, they're married. I didn't know that. Uh, Amazon Studios has licensed the rights to the video game. Uh, so Bethesda has a couple bucks again. Yeah, they got a few dollars exactly. here and there. Now, uh, this is for Shannon. Uh, making its debut in 1997, Fallout is set in the 22nd century following a worldwide nuclear war in is an alternate... Book? It's, it's a video book. game, bud. It's a video game. game. Oh, okay. In an alternate, <laughs> in an alternate future envisioned by... Just trying by, to explain the video game to Pop Pop. Envisioned by Americans in the late 40s. The series what? takes place in a harsh wasteland that contrasts with the previous generation's utopian idea of a better world through nuclear energy. So, that's, oh, a, the, that, that's one hell of a concept. The, uh, the, the design of now it. Now say it back last, to us, Shannon. It's, it's a video game um, in a desert. Uh-huh. You know what? But, Close enough. Give it to him. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll okay. Sci-fi for, 40s, but now. <laughs> I know there's there's some people who think that nice it job. should be kind of easy to pull it off, but no. the design aesthetic of Fallout is Oh, it's yeah. so like, good. It's beautiful. It's, it's uh it's 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 a subgenre called atomic pump or ray punk where it's like kind of this art deco kind of 1940s kind of 1950s, but that Flash Gordon. It's like that City of Tomorrow. Right. Yeah. I love it's got that, that Flash Gordon metal <laughs> look and the Pip Boys are going to look cool and then the uh, one of the cool parts about it, like the soundtrack's going to be amazing because if you listen oh, so to good. the Fallout games, it's all that like that big band swing music, early, early, early pop, early rock and roll. But it's these uh, DJs that that live out in the middle of nowhere, broadcasting this stuff all the time because they found the old records, you know, oh. after the after yeah. the war. So the, the Wasteland DJs are pretty cool. If, oh, if they do Liberty this. Prime, I will lose my. Oh my shit. gosh! If they if they do Liberty Prime, yeah that yeah it's uh i mean should we tell them what it is or should we yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. okay so yeah. liberty liberty prime is basically a project that the uh one of the remaining factions finds that was <clears throat> scrapped before the nuclear holocaust it's a huge 50 foot robot that walks iron giant yeah iron giant size and it walks around and smashes anything that it thinks is communism or anything related to, mm -hmm. you know, the Red Scare, stuff like that. Well, and there's <laughs> shit like Utah is actually one of the last, Salt Lake City is one of the last enclaves because uh, some, some of the Mormons mm -hmm. managed to hold it out. Uh, Las Vegas has the, the new legion. These are people who uh, literally hold up in Caesar's Palace to survive the the holocaust yeah so now they're legionnaires they they literally think that they're descended from caesar and the legionnaires and they wander around you've got the oh geez the new california republic with the yep. with the rangers mm -hmm. and it's the fact that they'll be able to explore all the different shelters um i'm really well and if anybody can do it it's it's these two with what they've done yeah. with westworld mm -hmm. it's i mean you know they took a very basic concept from the original westworld movie and just just expanded it so yeah, if yeah. anybody can pull this off and they say that they're huge fans of the game and they love playing the game i think they're the perfect uh creators for it so this oh, is the I, this is the latest yeah, latest high profile yeah. genre drama in the works at amazon uh the company is also working on the lord of the rings tv series which has started filming because they they took care of the COVID down there yeah they oh, took they Zealand. they sent out a casting call for weird looking people <laughs> they did yeah <laughs> really so that's yeah gonna, that's going to be interesting. Like, is everybody going to move their productions to New Zealand? Because you may have to. 
Oh, I hope not. Well, I also hope New Zealand is like, okay, we get it. You guys want to come here to hang out, but we got rules. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. right. That'd be great. Well, I'm sure we're, we're American. We don't apply years. to that. Yeah. Uh, they also are working on the Wheel of Time drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Expanse is getting another season, so that's your uh, that's your Amazon. Uh, the Fallout series arrives. Uh, we they're still working on this Halo TV series at Showtime. Right. Uh, another that's another game, Shannon. You know what's funny uh, about that side is note it? is I remember in the debut press conference of the Xbox One, so eight years ago, they wheeled out Steven Spielberg and said, we're making a Halo TV show, and it's going to be awesome. They wheeled out Steven Spielberg? Oh, uh, yeah. No. It's, it's, you know, it's a it's a, fr- a turn of phrase. Uh, Didn't they but, have, uh, like, Neil Blomkamp signed up after After District Spielberg, yeah, yeah, and... Yeah. Uh, here we are eight years later, and they're still just talking about, yep, we're going to make a cool Halo There's, TV yeah, show. Yeah, they're still talking about H- <laughs> HBO prepping uh, The Last of Us. Uh, Netflix has got The Witcher. So there's some uh, quality video game they properties. Did, they yeah. did pretty good with The Witcher. I'll, I'll be completely yeah. honest. I, I need to watch it in a regular definition television. But, um, yeah, I, I thought, you know, again, Netflix, good job. Love you. Oh, okay. Oh, man, I was yeah, reaching dude. for my drink. I was too. getting ready to drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, once, once the first, uh, once the first volley of Netflix-based assassins came to the house, I realized that I, <laughs> I went the wrong way. So. All right. Well, let's take a break, and we'll come back with uh, some more after these we messages. Back. messages. We'll Just be right, right back. 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 It's judges. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's in the month of July, shall we? The Kree-Skrull War heats up this month in Marvel's Empire Summer Event. Follow your favorite heroes, Captain Marvel and Iron Man, as they try to stop the millennia-long intergalactic conflict from destroying the Earth. And continuing the uh, exciting sci-fi adventure started in Powers of X, uh, Marvel presents Ten of Swords. X-Men Ten of Swords will see ten mutants given legendary swords that they will use to battle for the future of mutant kind. Fantastic original storytelling by Hickman in the spirit of 2011's Fear Itself. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection is here to take care of your geeky needs. At Dr. Volt's, they pride themselves on entertaining you. Their knowledgeable staff will help you navigate their extensive collection of new books, back issues, uh, graphic novels, so you don't miss a single issue. They offer a comprehensive hold service. And to keep you safe, their staff are doing daily cleanings and are requiring each customer to wear a mask to shop in the store. They also offer curbside delivery and mail order service. And they hope to see you soon. Live long and prosper. The hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases over $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. And we're back. Okay. Yeah. Back like we never left. <laughs> so I found a couple of little interesting tidbits while I was... What'd you find? Thumbing through stuff. I didn't... Uh... There was well, there was this. Uh, apparently, Marvel Comics now owns the rights to the Alien and Predator franchise. I, I saw that. Which oh, makes, what? What is makes, Dark Horse going to do now? 
What? It makes sense because yes. doesn't Disney own yeah. those properties now? Yeah. Well, yeah. So <clears throat> they are it was Fox. Right. Well, and this is again. This is this is once again the big mouse taking away something from Dark Horse Comics because they had Star Wars all those years. Right. Well, that's true. <laughs> so once again, we're, it's like that's like we're gonna take Star Wars back, and you know, and we're gonna take Aliens and Predator. <sighs> Give us that. Are they gonna Are they gonna retcon the whole thing like they did with Star Wars? Because Probably. there's a whole shit ton of lousy Dark Horse Alien comics. Oh, I know, and they they were never really good. I, no. I, no, Batman versus Predator was it? I mean, they did a bunch of them like that. Oh yeah, Prometheus. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's a movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, but anyway that's a uh, comic book that moves they've got something (laughs) they've got something planned with it because they released a teaser poster online this week of a predator holding Iron Man's helmet in his yes oh that could get cool come on and it looked like Looked like it had his head ripped off. Iron Man's head was ripped off. I wonder, do you think they'll tie in anything with the brood from X-Men? Because the brood from X-Men looks yes. a lot like the, <laughs> the brood, aliens. The brood from X-Men were Chris Claremont and John Byrne literally ripping off. Exactly, alien. exactly. Yeah. So I wonder if they're going to somehow relate those since they look so similar. Jay, you, you seem to have something to say about this. I'm just, uh, yes, I'm just all for it. I'm, honestly, like, I just, I, I I get excited when I see news like this because I, I would love for those worlds to collide. You know, I mean, yeah, like, Alien pulling out Iron Man? I don't know, whatever. But I, I, I hope at one point we can get to the point where aliens are fighting predators and Iron Mans and, and then the Megatron hits Cobra Commander in the oh. head and... Oh. What? And then this like crazy. And then Moana and Aquaman team up and then it's like and then uh, Chris Hemsworth extracts everybody. Extractions. There's something yeah. to be said though for crazy uh like crazy universe smash togethers when it's done right. Uh like Yeah. Green Lantern and Star Trek comic book. I thought this is going to be trash. It's actually really that good. Yes, mm, it's it does, good. It, it does exist, and every time Dave would put it in my hold at Doctor Volts, I'd go, "No, no, no, no. it's good, <laughs> Carrie. It's good. I mean, it's not. Right. It's not great, but it's well, good. It is. It's, it's worth the read. It's not Doctor Who and Star Trek crossover good though. Well, and it's not Star Trek and Planet of the Apes crossover good. Yeah, either. well, I mean, <laughs> well, well, what Star Trek is, crossover so. with? And right. well, it depends. Well, there's a Star Kirk, Kirk would cross over with anything. There's a Star Trek X Men crossover novel that I mm-hmm. own, and mm-hmm. it's it's not terrible. I would just like to see Predator versus Punisher, and then we can finally kill the Punisher and be done with it. Yeah, go. He just, Get him out he of just there. go away. All right, just see Frank's what? polished skull sitting on the trophy case. Nice. Yeah. And then the other thing I found was, okay, Legos are expensive, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Lego sets. Yeah. How, like, how much is that Millennium Falcon? It's a crazy amount of money, right? It's like two fifty, right? Three, yeah, two fifty, three hundred. Wow, it's that's like a thousand dollars. No, it's like when you're like a ki- yeah, when you're a kid, <laughs> when you're a kid and here two fifty, you're like, yeah, it's not. It might yeah, as well be not, a million. Mm-hmm. It's not allowance. It's not allowance approachable for old guys like us. It's the Kenner Death Star of toys, right? So, yeah, exactly. Ninety nine dollars uh, and it's sixty percent cardboard. So here, here's what Lego has announced this week. Yes? All right. Here's here's what Lego has announced this week. The Lego art series. All right? 
Now, let me. Mm-hmm. I'll try to explain what this is to you. It's aimed at adult collectors with vast quantities of time and money. <laughs> They're launching different kits. One is themed around the pop art of Andy Warhol, another around the Beatles, then two themed around Marvel, specifically Iron Man, and Star Wars, like the, the, the Sith. Now, what it is, is you will... <laughs> You know, what are those little, are they studs? Is that what they're called in Lego? The little round pieces? Yeah, the ones sure. you collect in the game? I think they're called studs. Those pain nuggets that you step on? Yeah, the little Pain ones. nuggets. You will recreate a painting using those studs. Oh. And then you hang it on the mm. wall. Kind of like paint by numbers, but with Legos. Exactly. Uh, each one is $120, which is high because they they want you to buy multiple kits of course because you can they can be built with multiple designs like uh the the marvel ones have you know three different ones so you have to buy all three and so if you're buying a complete set you're looking at 360 bucks for these art prints uh, uh, yeah better get the fuck on with that bullshit (laughs) (laughs) exactly Uh, i mean like the beatles one you can you can make all four of the beatles but you have to buy four sets if you want to hang them Whoa, all up next. Whoa, that costs you four hundred and eighty bucks plus tax. See, and and it's the same with the Marvel ones and the Star Wars ones. You know, you'll want them all, obviously, and oh so you're God. looking at like ten thousand pieces by the time you're done. What what you doing in there, Junior? <laughs> I'm, I'm making Paul McCartney. I'm making a beetle. <laughs> I'm making a beetle, Dad. <laughs> making a three hundred fifty dollars. I'm making a all Paul McCartney. Is- but I'm not making John because he's an asshole. <laughs> Wouldn't it be easier just to buy a poster a yeah. of them? You know, I don't know. Yeah. But I made this one. Well, you followed I'd... the directions, all right. Yeah. What you doing in there, Junior? <laughs> I'm making a can of tomato soup. <laughs> the the Warhol collection. Warhol. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, September 1st is when those are available. So. I'd want to make a Bruno Mars. That would be fun. I'd want to make a Pharrell hat. I think those are Ooh. like wave two of the art yeah. collection. Let's yeah. see how this one does. <laughs> the the Pharrell Lego hat. That's just painful. That's just the Arby's hat. Yo, the Arby's hat? That's, just, that's a classic. What was it? What was it 2012? Oh. No, oh it was Arby's. Oh, uh, I'm so hungry. I could eat at Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> I love Arby's. I well, fucking well, love Arby's, man. <laughs> I know. Really? Really, Tony? Yeah. What no, a sh- surprise. Uh... <laughs> Uh, you know, can you believe it? <laughs> Are you shocked? <laughs> All right. A lot of great 90s references were just made. Let's go back even further. What? Um, we got to pour out a glass? I think we should pour out a right. Does anyone remember Clone High? <gasps> yes! Oh, yeah! Yes! I love that show. So okay. excited. I'm glad at least two of you. I remember it, but I didn't watch it. But I knew. It was oh, it's so good! Oh my so... god, it's so good! It got okay. it got uh, canceled because of Gandhi, was it or something? Was it Gandhi? Uh, it, it, it was it, one season. Probably was all. But was that on the so same good. time as Square Pegs? A little after that. Okay. <laughs> I remember Square Pegs. Yay! Okay. Thank you, Lee. Uh, but this is Phil Lord and Chris Miller. This is where they first started working together. Yeah. So before the Spider-Man movie, before the. Legos and Jump Street and all that. <clears throat> they were working on Clone High. And now they're, you know, when you're two of the most popular filmmakers in Hollywood, you can do what you want. And they said, we want to bring back our show Clone High. 
So it's going to be reimagined. Uh, for those who don't know, <laughs> it was already perfect. They didn't <laughs> right? have to change anything. <laughs> for those who don't know the plot, it will uh, follow once again prominent historical figures who have been cloned and placed back in high school. Yeah. So it's like Gandhi so, and J- Abe Lincoln. Yeah. And- JFK is like the jock, like uh, student body mm-hmm. president. And Cleopatra is like the hot one. Yeah, and Joan of Arc Gandhi's, is there. Gandhi's like the stoner. Joan of Arc is like the uh, Daria type. Um, Abraham Lincoln is like the main character. He's like mm-hmm. the the Eric from that '70s show, essentially. So, so that's coming back. And speaking of Daria, Rebecca, da, da, uh, la 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 la, a spinoff of Daria called Jody. Yeah, is being is being made, and also coming back, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. How are they going to comment on videos? Do people still make videos? We don't. We don't know do. if that's. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah, we don't know if that's what they're going to do. That was my favorite part of the show. Yeah. Was especially if there in, was. Yeah, like if there was a Tom Waits video on, you knew you were getting <laughs> magic. You were, you know, they would just sit and make fun of videos, and then mm-hmm. when they released the uh, episodes on DVD, the videos weren't in them because yeah. of rights, you know, the mm. rights issue. My, my favorite it, line ever is uh, when they're watching Balls to the Wall, you know, they got the balls to the wall, and then here comes uh, another uh, group of walking towards the, the band, and he goes, he goes, here comes Crocus to kick their ass. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, I'm just excited for uh, Winger's career to get shitted on all over again. <laughs> so they yeah, got it, W. They got WKRP'd, basically. Basically, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, 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 the guy, uh, I've lost his name here. Beavis and Butthead creator Mike Judge. Mike Judge. Mike Judge. Thank you, Mike Judge. Uh, Mike, he, Mike Judge. His quote was <laughs> timely. <laughs> timely. <laughs> um, he says the. This new take will follow the characters as they enter a whole new Gen Z world and face meta-themes relatable to both new and old fans, Gen X parents and their Gen Z kids. What if, uh, instead, what if instead of Beavis and Butthead, it was King of the Hill? I, I would like Judge. that. He's talked about that. Yeah, he's yeah. talked about a King of the Hill uh, continuation. Nothing's he, come he, of it, though. He's, he's wanted to do a King of the Hill continuation in Trump land. You know, in, do, in tr- do you feel that Hank Hill would have voted for Trump? Well, I think he would, wouldn't he? I think yeah. I think I Hank think Hill would. would. I think he would have, and and then I think in the second election he would not have. Yes. <clears throat> yep. I don't think I can vote for that Hillary. Damn it, Bobby! I can't vote for that Trump again, boy. Go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that, and then we got the announcement. Uh, since we're talking animation, Star Black Trek. Black Lives Lower Matter. Decks. What is Black Lives Matter? Only Peggy Hill matters. that's something peggy would probably say (laughs) she would uh star trek lower decks is going to premiere sorry august 6th and i'm excited uh, for this it's probably still before discovery uh yes discovery's date i I don't think they have a date for discovery yet they just said fall now they're gonna make. Now they're gonna make me get my CBS All Access app early, yep, jerks. Yep. They're just like, how can we keep people subscribing? Because all they want is Star Trek. Give them more, more Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah. Right. So, so here's the uh, the plot of Star Trek Lower Decks. Remind your Star Trek fan friends, it is a comedy. Lighten the fuck up. All right. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, the they just revealed the poster, so we got our first look at the ship that they're going to be flying in. And it's called the USS Cerritos. 
That kind of rhymes with Doritos. <laughs> I think it's named after that little town in California, isn't it, Serena? Yes, probably. Oh, from the, from the Eagles song. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. I think that's what it's named after. But uh, the uh, hapless heroes, Ensign Mariner, Boimler, Tendy, and Rutherford serve in the titular lower decks because they're the ones that the show is about, not the main bridge crew. That's another thing that people are going to have a problem with. Um, the other thing that uh, they're going to have a problem with is that, uh, yeah, they're there's there's a class system on a starship. It's it's going to happen. It's not all one big happy fleet, like Khan says. And I love how they describe it. The Cerritos is one of Starfleet's least important ships. <laughs> so I like the look of it though. I just look I just looked it up. It's a neat looking ship. It's it's kind of a mashup of uh, different ships. Um, it's got a little reliant energy to it. It's got yeah. kind of the it's kind of the main body of the Enterprise D and the saucer section is. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it takes place just a year after the events of Star Trek Nemesis. You'll be happy to know. <laughs> oh, that, Jesus Christ! So that is did, there. did they say what the purpose of this ship is? Is it a science ship or a battle cruiser or something I like that? I think it's just a science ship. I think it's just like a you know. Regular old starship, but it's okay. one of the least important ones. All right. Anyway, so there you go. That's the. Interesting. Can I say, uh, speaking of fans that need to lighten up. Yes. Are you going to yell Wars. at me about Harley Quinn again? Oh. Mm. No. What? No way. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars fans, man. I had what two now? things that just made me shake my head this week. What they do now? Well, now they're trying to float this rumor that Disney's going to erase all the, the last not- three movies. Those, well, those three movies that made billions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. come on. They're gonna try no. to that. That's they're trying to float that. But no, here's my. That's not here's my. Here's my favorite. I um, over my toilet. I had a, a picture by an artist I don't appreciate that much anymore. <laughs> so I I took it and I tore it up <laughs> and threw it in the garbage. Um, and I'm like, oh, I need something over the toilet. So it's like, because uh, there's holes in the wall. <laughs> and I found from the glass person that lived here. Like, oh, they oh, hung okay. up okay. shit and it never got fixed. Right. Um, so I found this painting. It's like a, a drawing, a painting of Darth Vader sitting on a toilet, <laughs> reading a newspaper, and it says up above it, it says, use the force. It's okay. And there were so- like 30 comments. Okay, so like Darth Vader's got his pants down, right? <laughs> like 30, 30 comments. Um, excuse me, excuse me. Darth Vader doesn't have legs. Excuse me. How's he walking around? Jesus. Well, he's got robot legs, you know. Yeah, so he's and got I legs. Just, yeah, but <laughs> legs need pants. Pants need to come down when you're you know, pooping. Who, who, like, yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> are you math. fucking serious right now? You know what I mean? Well, then. Oh, I wonder, wonder what they'd say about the one that I saw today that really made me smile. Was It was like an oil painting style of Chewbacca from like the chest up, but he was wearing mm. Evil Knievel's white jumpsuit. <laughs> what the fuck? Where did you see that? I just saw it online somewhere. That's I don't awesome. remember now. I, I thought, uh, that needs I need to be that framed. Shit. <laughs> I finally watched episode nine again. And, oh, uh, I wanted to talk with you about this since we're on the yeah, subject. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot to unpack there. But while I was trying to actually eloquently speak my mind about a movie that I was greatly 
conflicted about, I was shouted down. <laughs> That's oh, like, it's amazing that after taking seven months, almost eight months to watch a movie that I had a lot of of conflicted uh, feelings about that uh, I couldn't actually get a full sentence out before being shouted down about what a piece of shit, dog turd, horrible, disgrace, blah, 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 that it was. What was this, on Facebook? Oh, uh, my own kids. I mean, Jesus Christ, you can't. It's it's amazing, you know, so... And it's all right because we're we're at a point now. I'm fifty. My my kids are in their twenties. Uh, it's it's a natural fact of the evolution of the parent child dynamic that I'm at the wrong point in life. So, <laughs> uh, and that's okay because I remember this. Uh, actually, my mom thinks it's delicious because she remembers this very very well. <laughs> when she was in her mid forties and I was in my twenties, she was wrong, and that's all there is to it. No, I see. So, well, but yeah. N- Episode now, now nine's that, a, okay, but now that your kids are out of the room, what about <laughs> what about episode nine? Because you were very against it for the longest time. I wasn't against time. it. I was well, conflicted. It, it's yeah. the and I can see. I mean, you've known me, you guys have known me a long time. Uh, I've unequivocally loved Star Wars since forever, right? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is the first one. That Just I a little saw bit. Once in, <laughs> it's the first one mm-hmm. I saw in theaters once. It's the first one that when it came out on home video, I didn't just take the day off and watch it, right? So mm-hmm. um, it's a mess. It's a train wreck of a movie. But there's also a lot more going on there than anybody wants to give it credit for. Um, mm-hmm. I remember being really nitpicky about Finn constantly trying to say something to, to Ray and watching it this time around. And the three-hour documentary that was on with it, which was amazing. Um He's trying to tell her that he's sensitive to the Force. He's not trying to tell her that he loves her. He's not trying mm-hmm. to tell any of this. But the second view through, since I wasn't being bombarded with this train wreck narrative, um, I think they tried to cram three movies into one film. Yes. And mm-hmm. and that kind of fucked it up. They kind of needed a they needed a Russo approach to it to say, okay, well, let's take a, a less is more and maybe all this other stuff we're trying to cram in could be its own movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's... It's it's still very much Star Wars. It still has its spirituality. It still has its its uh, its elegance. It's just uh, it's a little rushed in the telling, and I feel like that's that's sad for Oscar Isaac and Daisy Ridley, and especially for John Boyega, who um, it feels like a lot of his material was left out because there's definitely a lot more to Finn's story than what was told in that movie. So, mm-hmm. and so maybe you take Don uh, Dominic Monaghan out. Maybe you don't have him in there and give Rose her lines back. Maybe you yes. take these really cool, really complex mm-hmm. characters that you established beautifully in the previous movies and give them some time to shine instead of cramming the movie full of all this other stuff. But Babu Frick is still the most amazing thing ever. Hey, he's and the finding, out, yeah. finding out that he's not only amazing, that was a real-size animatronic puppet voiced by Moaning Myrtle from the mm-hmm. Harry Potter movies. <laughs> really? I didn't know In that. real time. It's the first <laughs> time they've ever that. done it. She did all the vocal work and operated the mouth while while it was oh, going. So the whole time awesome. they're going, she was recording those lines in real time. And that's fucking amazing. So anyway, it was, it's, it's a fine movie. It's a mess, but it's fine. But Babu Frick is the star. I agree with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't feel like... Uh, I, I had a hard time because I felt like J.J. Abrams maybe wasn't the right guy for the movie. I think think that regardless the expectations for the movie were so incredibly high mm-hmm. that there's just no way they could yeah. have given us the greatest movie ever made the citizen kane of star wars and 
half the fans would still be shitting on it because that's they just did where the we're best at. they could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah. No, I just, I, I, Lee, I, I'm just glad that you watched it a second time. I still haven't seen it a second time, but like I enjoyed it the first time. And I, yeah. I just, I, 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 it made me so frustrated that people like just, just take it for what it is. I mean, it doesn't ever, ever, I think, you know what, you know what it was? I think Game of Thrones season ending and how I was, I won't say disappointed, but just like, meh. And I think it, it taught me to like not get my expectations so so high for an ending. And so, it, like the yeah. in a way, Game of Thrones kind of like saved me from probably hating that uh, where I just kept an open mind and was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna see how this goes. Oh, he's trying to come out as force sensitive. Cool. Like whatever. Like I'm just good for him. Happy but Pride. What a what a what a fantastic <laughs> handoff that would have been, right? Mm-hmm. to a whole new trilogy because i think boyega's got the chemistry he's got the charm he's definitely got the the wattage that that dude could lead his own trilogy and yeah. i want to see him and lando and the stormtrooper kids just going through the new galaxy without the first order trying to find where all those kids came from that's that's a series or a movie or it needs to be a comic book series but without and i i love comic books right but when you have it was like when pushing daisies was canceled and they said oh well we'll we'll continue the story with with comic books i'm like then you're missing the actors you're missing the the critical voice there it's like the hannibal comics without those actors and without that art direction you miss so much and i i really feel like you can write boyega and you can write in boyega's voice i want to hear it i want to see it and all right uh we got more coming up after these messages messages right back feeling cooped up at home are you not entertained for the best selection of board games magic dungeons and dragons figurine painting sets puzzles and more haster has it our friends at haster games are staying open and offering curbside service or you can also go into the store While you're spending more time at home, Haster has hundreds of great family games, two-player games, and solo games in stock. Now, with curbside service, you can go to hastergames.com to shop and buy your games, and then just call them when you get to the store, and someone will bring it out to your vehicle. Safe and convenient. Haster has open board gaming all the time, so you can demo any one of the games from their 300 games library before you buy. Haster Games is locally owned and operated. They're located at 6831 South States. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 on Sunday. Haster Games, we're all in this together. Do you like video games? Yes. Dude, I was talking to listeners. Oh, okay, keep going. Do you like tabletop games? Yes. I give up. If you like video games, tabletop games, and listening to me, Troll JD, check out the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And welcome back. Okay. Um, Ray Fisher was slinging some shit this week. Yeah, I saw that shit. Ray Fisher played Cyborg in the uh, Justice Justice League movie. He was slinging some shit this week. Um, he, he tweeted out or he shared a clip. I don't know if it was Twitter or if his Instagram shared a clip from the film's San Diego comic-con presence back in 2017, when they were saying we're doing the justice league movie and Fisher is quoted on that clip as saying, Joss Whedon is a great guy 
and that Zack Snyder picked a good person to come clean up and finish up for him. Fisher then added a caption, I am forcefully retracting everything I have said here. Mm-hmm. And so then people started pressing him, what's going on? And uh, he then tweeted out, Joss Whedon's onset treatment of the cast and crew of Justice League was gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable. He was enabled in many ways by Jeff Johns and John Berg. Wow. Yeah, this should have me all fucked up. Yeah. So uh, then John Berg is the only person in this that has spoken up. Uh, He said uh, he denies the actor's allegations. Uh, telling uh, Variety that it is categorically untrue that we enabled any unprofessional behavior. Berg did, however, note that Fisher had expressed issues on set, not due to hostile work conditions, but because the actor was upset that we wanted him to say booyah, which is a well-known saying of Cyborg on the Teen Titans animated series. Apparently, Ray didn't want to say booyah. And well, there's said, a, you gotta say booyah. There's a joke in the Doom Patrol episode yeah, about where, where Yeah, and, and his his <clears throat> robot he says, Do I ever say booyah? And his his uh grid comes on and goes, Well, thirty seven times. That's <laughs> well above and beyond the established number of times you have to establish a uh catchphrase. Uh so yeah, Ray Fisher is slinging some shit this week on his Instagram. I don't blame him though. I wouldn't want to say fucking booyah. That's the that's the mm-hmm. Jimmy Walker dynamite of superheroes. It's fucking, <laughs> it's played out. It's, yeah. ugh. Well, and it only really happened, I think, I don't remember him doing it in the comics back in the, what, the Marv Wolfman comics in the 80s. It was more for the cartoon than anything, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's they, what I was going to say. I don't remember that from the yeah. comics. And it's yeah, funny some... in the cartoon, because he'd be like, you get a booyah, and you get a booyah. But... Right, and it's, a, well, it's a totally different medium and different, yeah. uh, you know, feeling than the comic books were the the cartoons its own thing well and and the, and when they left it in the film it was so just out of place like like we're all standing on top of the building mission accomplished everything hey. booyah hey, did like, remember we, did we leave a macguffin somewhere in this fight it's just, like, <laughs> it's just weird so so that happened and then over on the set of the expanse don't you go there i'm sorry lee <clears throat> Alcon Entertainment has started an investigation into actor uh, Cass Anvar after multiple reports of sexual misconduct and inappropriate behavior surfaced online last week. Anvar has denied the allegations. Uh, Let's see. Allegations against Anvar started circulating on Twitter and Reddit last week, eventually growing into dozens of accounts. The claims include multiple instances of alleged sexual assault, including at a Comic-Con, and pushy sexual messages sent to a co-star of his on nobility. Mm. Well, many of the statements include a connection of fans' interaction with Anvar because, uh, you know, he was also the voice of in Assassin's Creed Revelations. Uh, Kalen Monroe, a former VFX coordinator and producer on The Expanse, has responded. Says uh, she did not name... Anvar in her statement, but she wrote, Hearing all the stories coming out about former co-worker of mine is disheartening and upsetting, but unfortunately not surprising to me. He had Mm. done the same thing to a close friend of mine. It's horrific to see that it's a consistent pattern of behavior. I hope all of my other former co-workers will come forward and denounce his actions, preying on underage girls and women 
who are fans and excited to be part of the community. There is no room for this uh, behavior in the world any longer. We will not be silent. I believe his victims. That's that's a hard one. He plays one of my favorite characters. He's the pilot of the yeah. Rosinante. And Alex, uh, Alex is like he's the Martian <clears throat> cowboy. And uh, <clears throat> But yeah, if you're going to be shitty, then good riddance. Well, yep. Al- Alcon Entertainment has hired an independent investigation. And uh, Anvar has made a statement saying, I welcome the investigation, respect that the women who have come forward should be heard, and I will make myself fully available to participate in the process. Uh, so that I may refute these very serious claims that uh, strike at the core of what I value. That's uh, his statement. You mean touching butts without permission is bad? (laughs) But I like to touch butts. It's just a butt. (laughs) The boot talk. Why everyone got to be so sensitive now? The boot talk is the gateway to the soul. (laughs) The boot talk. The boot talks is the best talks. Wait, right. what? I don't know. <laughs> okay, what what have you guys been uh, consuming this week? What have well, you been watching? Before or we reading? get into that, yes. I think we we got to raise. No, uh, oh yes. Okay, but not the one we were talking about earlier. Oh, we got two glasses to raise. Yes. Ooh. Who do we got? Uh, it's actually very important to the history of this show. I don't have enough glasses. Um, the State Street scum oh. cutter here oh, in Utah. Right. Burnt to the ground. No, but why is it importantly? Because there wouldn't be a geek show if that scone cutter hadn't been there. I don't oh, think. Oh, wow. I really don't think. At you two, Carrie and Shannon, I think that that would have been a part of it. But I met Jeff and Scott Weiss at that scone cutter, and you met them through me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, wow. that was... Yep. That I I was there. I was uh, my punk rock Moses phase, and they were they were literally ridiculing me for what I was wearing because the Vice Boys were pricks, and uh, and so then I walked over, I walked over and said, "What's so funny?" And and Scott, who was the bigger dick of the two of them, said, "Well, we're laughing at your at your robes." And just I, straight so, up like that, huh? Wow. Yeah. Oh, that well, was, he was that was Scott. Scott Scott had absolutely no fucking filter at all. Wow. That dude was like every snarky thing Jeff thought Scott said. So, uh, and then they said, "Oh, uh, well, I feel bad. Maybe we could buy your sandwich." And I was like, "Well, I, I'm a vegetarian." And then they said, "Why?" And I said, "Because I only eat what I kill, and I don't eat I don't eat meat." And then Scott said. You're a pretentious douchebag, and then we were best friends. So what the fuck? He was cooking you, bro. It was like it was, that it was laid two the in the strong, morning. The strong foundation of our friendship. Oh god, that dude! That dude would call you out for anything and everything, oh, yeah. even shit that he made up. Like he would, he would think you were into something. Like there was about a two week period where he's pretty convinced that I was gay. And so he had an intervention where where he had to tell me that it's okay that I was gay, and I was like, "Well, is it okay if I'm not? Because I mean, I'm I'm cool with it." But and thanks for having this conversation. But yeah, so then we all moved into the pink house, even those yeah. that didn't live there, and uh, that's I think how how Jeff and and the vice equation came into things. Wow, so man. yeah, I I'm just surprised that it didn't burn down on April twentieth. <laughs> Did they know why it burned wild. down? Was yeah, it was, electric it was fire under construction. Oh. They, uh, oh. they don't, they didn't know, but it, okay. it took five hours to put it out. Well, of course, well, all the, there's yeah. a lot so of grease. Much, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of, of grease, grease in a scum. A lot cutter. of grease and memories in there. So much, so much honey butter. I mean, that shit's flammable, right? It is. It is. So, and it burns slow. But the neighborhood <laughs> smells amazing right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> that place, I, 
would go there in the late 80s just tripping balls, man. Just fucking. <laughs> oh, God. Eating scones on acid, you know? So there's a, <laughs> there is a housing complex, like an apartment high rise that was on 2nd East and, and 21st South. And uh, there's a brief period of time where I experimented with things I shouldn't have experimented with. And so I'd, I'd end up at that stone cutter a lot. Yeah. Really. Um, the stone had, cutter. I forgot we used to call it that. Yeah. If you, if you had two bucks, you had a scone with some shit on it and some honey yeah. butter. So. <laughs> well, I mean, sandwiches are delicious. But when you put it in a hot, buttery, mm-hmm. sweet scone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I only their tried fries, scones the good. last day I was in Utah. Oh, you oh did? man, you're missing out. Yeah, the, yeah, like I tried a scone like the last day I was in Utah, and I was like, oh shit, this is what I missed out on. I could have fucking had a good time. A yeah. Honey butter on a scone, man. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, a little 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 jam in there. So. Well then, let's mm. let's also raise a glass to the scone cutter and Carl Reiner. Oh, yes. oh yeah. dude, comedy that one, legend. That one hit me hard. I don't know why. Like, and it, it wasn't like. It was like he lived he lived to be 98 you know yeah. what i mean but it, so he, yeah. but he he just his spirit like he ah oh man that just that one that one made me really sad my favorite uh thing that was said about him uh was from mel brooks uh get paying tribute to him and said he did not have the mean gene oh mm. like oh. he was just a, i guess just a fantastic person well, watching that Betty White documentary, you see how much he and Betty White literally shaped television in the in the fifties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's some great. I, I think the two of them actually got to work together quite a bit in the last ten years. So I'm sure like, they did. Yeah. Well, I mean, so. they. You know, he started when he was like, I want to say, fourteen in the business, wow. and continued working in the business until he died. Uh, just so important, and uh, you know, he co-wrote The Jerk with Steve Martin. He, that's right. You know, I mean, and he was all through it. He was the the one of the, one of the investor, one of the lawsuit people for the Optigrab. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he was a funny dude <laughs> and really subtle about it too. Oh yeah. yeah, he was he was a great straight man, and uh, the two thousand year old man is a classic routine. It's it's available on YouTube. You can listen to it. Uh, but uh, so yeah, Carl Reiner. And without him, we wouldn't have Rob Reiner, and we wouldn't have the Princess Bride. Okay, right. it's a great movie. Uh, let's see. Anything else? What are you guys uh, watching, consuming, enjoying? Doom I Patrol. It's yeah, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol is really good. Let me throw this one out there too. Speaking of old guys on uh, TV, the Kaminsky Method on yeah, it's Netflix. Good. Oh man, it's great. We're, we're finally watching season two. We slept on that one for a while. We really liked season one, but it's so good. It's Look at Carrie's a- face. Yo, Carrie, like yo, man, I don't know. I, I don't know what Carrie's it is like, about those old guys. Show. Alan Arkin just kills me. I, I think love he's Alan Arkin. So funny. He's hilarious. He is. Uh, and and any Alan Arkin you can consume, consume away because he's a genius. But I didn't care for the Kaminsky method show. Huh. Well, fair I enough. fuck with it. I love it. If you guys like it. Uh, and then um, what was the, oh this was this is this is kind of light and fluffy. And uh, some people might think it's dumb, but we thought it was pretty fun. Uh, My Spy on Amazon Prime. Oh, it's, it's uh, Bautista, it's that, right? Yeah, oh, Dave man. Bautista and that little this girl. This movie. It was Every it was time fun. I went to the theater, every time I went to the theater, every time. Wait, was it every time? There was a trailer for this movie. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't yeah. even coming out for like six months. And then COVID hit and they're like, well, fuck, I guess we can't release this movie. And now they got to do it 
on demand. And now, I liked it. And now Twitter and is like, hey, did, hey, did you know my spy's out now? And it's this movie will not leave my sphere <laughs> of things that I see. That just means you need to watch it and, and get it over with. No, it ruined that Charlie XCX song for me. Like, I don't want to go to school. It ruined that song for me. I could never listen to it again. Well, anyway, it's a fun movie. And, uh, <laughs> Sorry, Tony. And I highly, I highly recommend it if you just want to watch something fun and lighthearted. Uh, Lee, what do you got there? I've been on a Doom Patrol kick because the series on DC Universe is amazing. I think it's actually Brendan Fraser's fourth greatest piece of work. Um, Name the first three. Well, actually, Encino Man still probably the pinnacle of his of his career. Um, his cameo in the first GI Joe movie was amazing. And, oh, yeah. uh, and what his, his, can, his cameo in uh, Brain Candy. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I also, but. Uh, he did amazing work in a movie called Gods and Monsters with Ian yes. McClellan. And I knew you were going to go there. He's really good. So Gerard Way is the latest writer. He took over for, uh, well, I don't think we've had Doom Patrol in the comics for a long time, but Grant My, Morrison. My Chemical Romance, dude? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so he uh, he's kind of definitely found Grant Morrison's weird floppy shoes, and they fit perfectly. So the story, um, for one, the artwork is fantastic, as you guys can see here. Um, Chief shows up in one-page vignettes, and it's just the Chief being weird, sometimes doing hand signals to people. Uh, the whole thing <laughs> is that uh, this ambulance driver here, she has... She has found that uh, she's not actually a real human being. She's an extension of Danny the Street. And Danny the Street lives inside an extra-dimensional portal in the back of her ambulance. And uh, that's how you get to Danny World. That's where Flex Mentallo lives. And the whole plot is that there is an interdimensional threat of fast food operatives who want to capture Danny the Street because he's full of meat. <laughs> I love this. Uh, and so they want to open a, a meat processing plant inside the ambulance, and it's the Doom Patrol coming together to stop that from happening. Meanwhile, Crazy Jane has started a cult with her 65th personality. And uh, uh, I'm gonna there's read this. something to do with the microcosm that exists in every piece of Euro, uh, Euro meat. So um, it's weird as fuck, and I love it. Yeah. And uh, if you like Grant Morrison's run, it's it's fantastic. If you enjoy Gerard Way's Umbrella Academy, it's more of the same, but with Robot Man and, and Larry Trainer. So oh. uh, there's there's two graphic novels, and then uh, the third's coming out shortly. But I I just love it. There's tap dancing demons. There's uh, extra dimensional cats. There's homeless people that live in an ambulance. But it's just everything I want Doom Patrol to continue right. to be. So sounds my good. favorite comic. It, it's I always say it's X Men, but X Men that was just a, a brief affair where Doom Patrol and I have been married since the eighties. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Aww. It's Thanks like you. it's like me with everyone thinks Captain America with me, but it really it's Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah, huh. Daredevil's been consistent with you. I used to wait yeah. for Shannon to get home from Comics Utah with his hold because if it was Doom Patrol week, um <laughs> then I had to steal Shannon's comics. Anybody else? I'm one episode away from finishing Twilight Zone, um, which has oh, been said Twilight. season two has been phenomenal. No, <laughs> Jay. Um, but I watched Scoob and had a blast. Right. And yes! It's so much fun. <laughs> right. I love that. It was just cute and fun. 
I don't know. There was a lot of trailers for it and it ruined a song for me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tony. I shat all over your finger. Sorry. Have you seen the action figures? No. I've seen the Scoob action they figures. Yeah. They don't even have his whole name in the title. In, if you go, uh, the only place I've seen them is at Walmart, but they have two packs of Scoob. There's one with Blue Falcon. There's one at Scooby and Captain Caveman. And they're fantastic looking action figures. I love, love them. And Carrie, I believe it's... Uh, not expensive anymore. Oh, I'll I'll go take a look. Yeah. All right. My spice free. It's just free. fun. It's just I lo- fun. No, I've I've watched it twice. I, I can't wait to watch it. We it. almost watched it last night. Uh, I decided to watch. We watched Hairspray last night. And uh, which one? Which Jay, one? I need to hear all about you watching The Devil Wears Prada. Yo, fu- okay. All right, real quick. But I have real to know which hairspray, the John Waters uh, or, the, or the musical version. The, the one, good one, the one, Zac Efron one. The new one with the 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 racist chick as the lead. Uh, not sorry, excuse me. Uh, the racist woman as the lead. Uh, she's recently outed as racist. Leah Michelle. Oh, Nikki. Uh, Leah Michelle. No, right. Nikki. Yeah. Oh. Nikki Bl- no. or uh, yeah, Blonsky. Yeah, she's it's racist? a crazy. Yeah, it's like it's a crazy Twitter. Go on, Black Twitter's all over her right now. But like now. John Travolta, it's got John Travolta yeah. and James Marsden. John, it's John a Travolta fun movie. I love never, that movie. John Travolta will never fit in Divine's Moo Moo. I love that I, version of Hairspray. By the way, I, I enjoyed it. It was cool. Um, Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, gotta watch it. Uh, <laughs> so okay, so your boy is so. Uh, you know, cat. You, normally, I would pick some of the f- things that we watch. So now I'm kind of turning the reins over to Cat, and she's like, "Hey, what do you want to watch?" She's like, "If you're watching Devil Wears Prada," and I, honest to God, honest to God, thought it was like a James Bond or like one of those girl with the dragon tattoo movies. <laughs> and because I was like, and so like I'm strapped in for this action movie. I'm like, you know, like I'm thinking it's gonna be a emotional you know, action. And, yeah, no, nah, I got fucking big mad at this movie. Yo, fuck this movie. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really rock with it. I mean, I thought I liked it, but I didn't. I liked. I liked Anne Hathaway, but I thought she was fun. Meryl Streep was cool, but I was like, "What? We can't get Stanley Tucci's job." <laughs> you know, I'm, no, 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 no. Like seriously, like, and I. All right, and I ended up drinking way too much. And there's, there's, I gotta have Cat send y'all the video of me just going off for like a minute about how I was so pissed at this movie, but I. Yeah, but you should watch it. Uh, Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Meryl Streep is a goddess. Uh, but yeah, um, I love but, that movie. And I just spent, and, I'm just trying Mer- to watch a lot of shit. And Meryl Streep's really good in that role too. Mm-hmm. I yeah, but Stanley Tucci is also good at his his job. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I know like, it's a yo, lot of okay, backstabbing in there, man. Jay. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what pisses Fashion me off. Like yo, ruthless. Yo. Fuck it. Okay, so like she wouldn't have had no shit if it wasn't for Stanley Tucci. He was like, "Yo, yeah, I know. eight and a half inch heels." I know it's bad. It's not great. A <laughs> lot and, of yeah, un- her, underappreciated people in this movie. And then her boyfriend, the, the fucking, uh, he was like, "Yo, I'm moving to Boston." She's like, "Bye." It's yeah, in New she's York. not a great person. She's not a great person in that movie. So what was the? Fucking lesson in the movie. That's why I'm like to learn about how it. cutthroat the fashion industry is. This shit. Was... <sighs> nah. <laughs> she went through a character growth, like she went through a full career character growth, and like she learned that she was being a shitty person, and she learned that she should well, maybe stop being a shitty person. I, I, but she we, did, but she, but she, she, she learned we, that she should stop being a shitty person, but then she just didn't do shit. She didn't we, go. She didn't. 
We need. We a didn't sub- see what happened after. We need a sub podcast of you two yeah. re-examining <laughs> the, the Devil, Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> the Devil Anyways, listens to a podcast. Yeah, watch there you go. watch a uh, Superman Red Sun. I, I, I it was cool. It's on it's on DC Universe. It, it, it oh was cool. yeah, I gotta watch that shit. That yeah, good? like it it was cool. Like I, I it deviated a little bit from I, I don't know if a little bit or a lot. Like I can't. I it's been so long since I read Red Sun, so I'm like I can't. I don't know. If, I don't know what they got wrong or what they got right. Is it? It's a slow build in a way, but I, I fuck with it. You know, it was fun to see how they utilize the DC uni- those characters from the DC universe. So, I like the Batman with the big Russian hat on. Yeah, the Batman. <laughs> fuck with the yeah, Russian dude. Hat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. I, I'm sorry, Russian daddy Bruce Wayne. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, this is different. <laughs> Anybody so, else? Uh, uh, Jen, I'll, of course, she's a white person lady. And, Does she uh, like so the lo-fi beats? She likes... Uh, and Hamilton. Tr- true crime. Right? Oh, God. <laughs> Just, yeah. uh, Literally, what is it with white women and true crime? I I don't know. Because... Like, that's all she listens to. Do you know why? Listens... Do you know why? Let the white because woman speak. We Because we have to... <laughs> we think about it. No, it's... it's... She's she's giving you a, a genuine answer here. She's giving you a genuine answer here. Okay, thank you. It's because we have to think about this shit every day. So we like listening to stories about things that have already happened so we know what to be prepared for. Eh, I think it's she's trying to perfect how to murder me. <laughs> that too. That's what I think. <laughs> it could, but, it's so, do a multitasking. This time, um, you know. So I've I went through a, a phase. That's all I watched on uh, was what, Discovery ID. Is that the, the station? It's just all murder porn. Anyway, <laughs> I so think so. I, I, I think that's the, yeah. the channel. So uh, I started I think watching. It's called uh, Discover Murder Porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on HBO, there's a documentary about the Golden State Killer. Yes. And, and oh yeah. And that's uh, the one that basically Patton Oswalt's. Late not Michelle McNamara. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's such a good book. Yeah. And uh, he shows up in it a lot, talking about her and just what she did. And uh, it's pretty good. And it just it comes out once a week. Uh, Unsolved Mysteries is back, people. Yo, top, Wait, top thing on joke. Netflix That's right real? now. That's yeah. Top yeah. number one thing. Oh. It's, yeah. on, it's what I'm watching after I finish Twilight Zone. Yeah. <laughs> and you get, it, oh, it has basically the same opening. You know, except they just add the ghostly image of Robert Stack. I kept hearing Robert Stack in my head. I started creating Robert Stack in my head, narrating the show as I was watching it. Oh, you've been watching it? Well, I watched an episode. We watched the second episode, and I was was just... Is that the French one? No, that's the the missing uh, beautician. Uh, was the oh. second one, well, and uh, so I just mystery science theatered as Robert Stack through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't they just show? Couldn't they just show all the same episodes from before? Because those mysteries are probably still unsolved. I don't know. <laughs> these are but, uh, these are new I, ones. A, a I, I forgot how un unfucking fill, fulfilling that show is. Yeah, yeah. There's no ending. They're unsolved. Because <laughs> you're like, those they're unsolved. Yeah. Well, fuck. We don't know. Well, bye. <laughs> figure it out. Uh, America, figure it out. But I found okay. So you know, all I do like if there's new game shows on, I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. I fucks with it. 
Uh, there's a new one. It's called Cannonball. Oh, I believe God. it's on ABC. It's called Cannonball. And it's like they took Wipeout and multiplied it by 500. Impossible. <laughs> Did they shoot people, people out of a get, cannonball? Just, no, like, it's all, like, it's obstacle course stuff, but it's like you fall into water, you get shot with water. That's why it's called Cannonball, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, okay. people are falling, like, 50 feet into the water and shit, and it's just, God, it's fun. Um, I finally finished uh, Legion season three. Yeah, good stuff. I still gotta do that. And I'll just say this: it's it's really good. Some of the best Marvel superhero TV shows that you will watch. And any painful? It's it's painful. painful. It is. It's painful. But I will just say that uh, it was one of the best season finalies. I don't know if it was designed to be a season finally or not. It was. It was. Yeah, but uh, it was one of the best season finalies that I've seen. And anytime I can merge two things that I love very much, I'm very happy. So if you're merging Marvel Comics and Pink Floyd, I'm very happy. They did a singing, and it wasn't just the song in the show, not like a Guardians of the Galaxy. They performed the cast performed Pink Floyd's "Mother" right. from the Wall, and it worked. It was beautiful. And watch it. His mom's singing to him. His mom's was, singing the mo- the mother parts to him. Yeah, and you really learn in this show what a fucker Charles Xavier is. Oh yeah, 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 <clears throat> yeah. Because <clears throat> oh, I defeated I defeated the most terrifying psychic presence known in the history of humanity. I think uh, yeah, let's just put it in the kid. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, just brilliant stuff though. Pay attention. Don't watch it drunk, as I always say. Uh, yeah. You know, Legion is, uh, he's the villain in that Eurovision movie. Is he? Oh, the, the actor? Dan oh. Stevens. Dan yeah. Stevens, yeah. He's good. He's, he's good. good. I want he's him to be Eurovision, Eurovision was fun. They can't make villains like they used to, though. Like, <laughs> I, like I feel like, like the Eurovision, <laughs> Dan Stevens, like I, I was on Teen Dan Stevens, and he's not even a bad guy in the movie. He's technically like the villain, but he's not bad. He's right. just there. So he's like the principal from Ferris Bueller, who was actually right. <laughs> That's, a, that's a good point. All right. Uh, do, we, do we have uh, games, Tony? Oh, uh, let me check. Jay, did you get to say what you were watching? I don't know if I... He was Devil Wears no, Prada. I did. No, but I just... No, real quick. Did yeah. Stanley Tucci give her Prada shoes? <laughs> so would that make Anne Hathaway the devil? No, Meryl Streep is the devil. No, but... Yo. Because she's wearing Prada. No, yeah. but I think Stanley Tucci gave her Prada shoes. So if that's the case, then Anne has I know, layers upon okay. layers. Okay. Yo, layers. open your third eye, fam. <laughs> <laughs> this is another podcast. Uh, games, Tony. Yeah, let me uh, scroll down here. To I know the I know the July. Iron Man VR came out, I believe, this week. Yeah, Ooh. from what I read, it was uh, somewhat underwhelming. Yeah. Um, it had potential, but it kind of got squandered. Um, like VR in general. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. There's like five really good VR games out of... And one know. of them Skyrim. <laughs> uh, let's see. So I mistakenly said that uh, Ghost of Tsushima came out last week. That actually doesn't come out till the 17th okay. of July. But uh, this week is NASCAR Heat 5 <laughs> for the NASCAR hey. driving games. If they got the Black Lives Matter car, I'm driving it. <laughs> 
Yeah, Bubba Wallace. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm gonna... I hope they have that on. That'd be really cool. Even if it was a DLC. Um, mm-hmm. F1 2020. So another racing game, this time with Formula One. So you have your open wheel kart racing. Mm-hmm. Got guns on them? Uh, no guns. <laughs> just, just, just your standard wheels. Uh, let's see. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2 comes out this week. That's a uh, like a kind of Castlevania-style game. Metroidvania is kind of the, the genre name for that one. Uh, Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town. <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. What? <laughs> That sounds like the beginning of the show that we did. Right? Yeah. Uh, Got's a rabbit. He's a friend of Mineral Town. Got's it's a next squirrel. to plant. It's next to Pollination Station. That's uh, right. Mineral Town and Pollination Station. Toot toot. And then uh, Deadly Premonition Premonition Two comes out on the Switch. That's, yeah. a, that's a weird game. It's basically like uh, the first one was like Twin Peaks, the video game, and I, I expect more of the same for this one. Sounds Deadly like a premonition. Sounds like a Lifetime movie. Deadly Premonition 2. Valerie Bertinelli. A blessing in disguise. <laughs> Valerie Bertinelli has celiac disorder and she's stuck in a bakery. What Deadly Premonition. Do? And her daughter's <laughs> missing. Uh, That's it. That's all the case. All right. <laughs> Go play Last of Us 2 if you can handle the depression. Oh, hey, also... Don't harass the voice actors of Last yeah, of for Us real. too. Yeah, like for they just had being a, voice actors. Right, like they had anything to do with the story or the or you know the uh, the, the way that things the went plot. in the video game. The plot. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they just they got a script and they said, "Yeah, I'll read this script to the best of my abilities." That's what a voice actor does. Mm-hmm. So quit and quit handling also, the, the voice. Also, actors. it's just it's just a game. Another thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. a game. Mm-hmm. It's just a game. Freaking relax, people. Uh, get some get also, some real problems. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the same. Th- uh, Huh? Don't get your news from Screen Rant. No. Yes. Okay, and no. I'm going I'm to read you this headline. Tell me what's wrong with this headline. Okay. Titans. Five things about the show Netflix needs to fix. Yeah, Netflix doesn't show Titans. <laughs> I saw this too. I was like, five we love. Who who are these people? They don't even know what they're talking about Not at even, all. They don't know screen what rant. streaming service it is. Unbelievable. Screen, screen Rant was one of our one of our do not do not do not ever run anything that showed up in Screen Rant first until it shows yeah. up yeah. in Variety. And same with uh, we got this covered as another one. We got oh, this covered. It's a bad one. And now there's there's like there's YouTube channels that are just making shit up about Star Wars news yeah. that have you know hundreds of thousands of subscribers. And we're like, crazy. you won't believe what they're doing with the new Lando Calrissian series. Like, oh, what? There's a Lando series? No, there there's, isn't. There's not. There might, well, there might be someday, but yeah, what you're, not what you're talking about. No. Uh, yeah, get your. Make sure you go to journalists for this shit. Yeah. All right. And it, yeah, and it's but also to, it's just a, it's just a show. And it's yep. just a show. Exactly. What were you just say, like James? the Kaminsky method, Carrie? Just I, like the Kaminsky. Okay. Just, <laughs> just yeah, it's just a show. I didn't shit on it. I just was like, <laughs> I didn't care for it. I'm glad you like a thing. Uh, do you want to wrap this up, Mr. Barnson? God damn it, Johnny. Are you putting salsa on that ham? We're a ketchup house! <laughs> <laughs>